Hi there, and welcome to Lost Out Back, episode 8. And this week we're doing something very special. We are recording a commentary for episode 16 of season 6 of The Simpsons, which is Bart versus Australia. I think that as far as like the world of podcasting goes, this is like breakthrough. This is cutting edge stuff. And uh, what it means is that if you happen to have the DVD set of The Simpsons, or if you're so lucky as to have uh, this episode of The Simpsons on as a rerun uh, around this time, you should sit down and watch it as you listen to the podcast. And we will be giving our comments, uh, looking at all of the little Australian things that uh, most people might not notice about this episode. So we have to tell people what we're actually looking at right now so they can synchronize. Okay, yes, the uh, title credits have just finished and we're looking now at Bart and Lisa having a race between the um, shampoo and the toothpaste down the drain. So so obviously this bitch um, isn't Australia. No, no, they're still in Springfield at this point. And uh, Lisa is explaining the Coriolis effect, which... Uh, in the Simpsons, uh, determines which way the water goes down the drain. So uh, basically they say that in North America, the, the water goes down the drain in the toilet counterclockwise, and in the Southern Hemisphere, in Australia, it goes down clockwise. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yes, yeah, and it's, it's uh, really uh, something to behold. You know, it's probably one of the, the best things about Australia, um, watching the water kind of go around the wrong way. Now, John, I, I have to call you on that one. I'm afraid you're talking shit. Am I? Yes, because the Coriolis effect, it turns out, is nowhere near strong enough to have any consistent effect on the way the water swirls down the drain. So you mean this entire episode's a sham? Exactly. Uh, that's where we need to start. That uh, The Coriolis effect does have an effect on things like weather patterns, uh, right. hurricanes in the northern hemisphere and hurricanes in the southern hemisphere uh, go I, in opposite directions. They're not called hurricanes down here, though, are they? They're oh. called um, cyclones. Yeah, yeah, cyclones. That's right. And, uh, yeah, so if you look at uh, a big weather map of the Earth, you'll see that the, they're swirling in opposite directions in the northern and southern hemispheres. But uh, when you're talking about water going down a, down a drain, things like uh, the, the uh, vibrations of the water from when you poured it in and even, even you picking the, the drain out of the bottom of the sink, uh, if, if it's a sink that you're conducting the experiment with, uh, has a much greater effect. Now, Bart is dialing uh, various places in the Southern Hemisphere now. And uh, if you paid really close attention, his dialing sounds played the theme of the National Geographic television series. Oh, my God. You've really done your research on this I have done my episode, research on you? this one. I've watched it a few times already. So, so he's called someone in the South Pole now. Yeah, exactly. And it's like hilarious because it's so cold down there, uh, the water's frozen, so it doesn't go around the gurgler at all. <laughs> So, yeah, speaking of uh, calling places elsewhere in the world, in North America, if he was calling Australia or basically anywhere outside of North America, he would have to start dialing by 011, and then the country code of Australia is 61, and then the, the, the Australian number. When you're calling from Australia, it's 0011, and then the country code. Right, is that, that's Hitler, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's Adolf meant to be one. Hitler. Right. Uh, that's what I like about you know the Simpsons. Do you have any idea where this is supposed to be? There's a man floating away on a on the roof of his house, which is going through a river of lava. No, I don't. But I, I was going to say the thing I like about the Simpsons is that when it is racist, it's kind of racist in a very kind of even-handed manner. 
Ah, Australia. Yeah, now we're in Australia, and this All is right. a koala bear getting electric shocked by touching well, the... We're qualified the, to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. So Bart is posing as a member, a, a doctor from the International Drainage Commission and trying to find out which way the water swirls in Australia. Do you hear that accent? It's awful. Yeah, it's a, this is this episode has a bunch of terrible Australian accents. They make me feel a lot better about my Australian accent. I, I, I reckon, it. you know, we should continue um, doing Australian accents on this show. Are you sure? That'd be awful. It's, it's all draining it's, it's, clockwise, sir. <laughs> it's like it's kind of it's Dickensian London. It's almost Scottish. What, yeah. what is it? Now that house that uh, the little kid—I forget his name—but that house they just came out of was a, a replica of the one that fe- uh, featured in the film uh, *Rescuers Down Under*. Oh right, yeah. Um, Which I like, haven't seen lately, but like I looked Disney it up. Animation or something. Yeah, it? exactly. Based in a, a set in Australia. So Bart just got up in the middle of the night for a midnight snack and he's found that the phone was left on and the little kid's been all over his town looking at all the drains and is very concerned that they're all draining clockwise. So here's a phone bill. Now it mentions that Bart called Burkina Faso, which is actually in the northern hemisphere. So Bart made a bit of a mistake there. Well, I'm I'm just flabbergasted, Kevin. The the level of effort and detail you've gone to <laughs> on this—it's nine hundred dooly doos. He's got a boomerang. Yeah, the kid's got a boomerang there. Stites, stites. International drainage commission. So yeah, boomerangs. Obviously, uh, they they are well known to have originated in Australia. And like most small children in Australia, it is actually a well-known fact that they have kangaroos and they have boomerangs just aplenty. Yes. Uh, turns out, you know, the, the tale is, oh, I should just mention that behind the Australian fellow there, there's a, a, a drawing, a painting on the wall of uh, Ayers Rock, more, com- uh, more recently known as Uluru, which you can also see in the Lost Outback logo. Yes, you can. You see, so they they've got their references apart from the fact that theirs is blue. Yeah, blue with a pink orange. sky. It's not quite right. Yeah. But uh, what were we talking about? I, I don't know. Just how bad the accents are in general. I think. But what I was going to say though about the Simpsons is that apparently um, um, there was a similar episode made. Um, oh, well, we know the episode that was made in France, and and was really kind of offensive to the french and i think there was an episode made about brazil and the brazilians <laughs> found it really quite offensive as well you'd have to work pretty hard to offend but the brazilians apparently the australians in fact i know for a fact the australians love this episode because it's so bad it's hilarious this is this guy the mayor has got the best australian accent in this episode that's a bloody outrage that is he's better than mine so here's the prime minister he's the prime minister andy our current Prime Minister is, of course, the uh, John Howard. right Honourable John Howard. Yeah. But uh, this, this Prime Minister, Andy, uh, is drinking Fosters, which is totally an Australian thing to do. Well, nobody drinks it. Yeah. Nobody drinks Fosters. As we mentioned in a past episode, well, um, Fosters is that beer that Australia exports and does not drink itself. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, nobody drinks Fosters at all. Hmm.
Right. So we've got to keep on talking. Because, yeah. like, you know, we don't want to, like, actually just watch the episode. Because that'd be so, a great audio commentary. It'd be just, like, the episode moved me so much that I had nothing to say. Yeah. So Bart's received a bunch of letters from collection agencies and the offices of the Prime Minister of Australia and so forth. Because... Uh, he made the collect call to Australia and uh, racked up a $900 phone bill for that kid. So now they're trying to get that um, money back. And the fact that Bart was posing as uh, a doctor from the uh, International Office of Drainage or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, so he's, he's, he's offended the country of Australia. Right, which would be pretty hard to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyway, but like, so what's interesting about this episode? We've, we've had... You know, bad Australian accents. We've had, um, you know, a very badly Okay, drawn... let's just interrupt you here. Sorry. Uh, we've got a bunch of references coming up. This this uh, slideshow, we've got Mick Dundee. We've got Koala Blue, which was a ba- short-lived... Uh, subway kind of... Veg- yeah. Was that a Vegemite? Yeah, subway? that was a Subway Vegemite sub. And before uh. that was, uh, was a... A famous AFL player lifting an Energizer battery. He he briefly did some some ads did he, I for, for Energizer. Oh, yeah, that's really interesting. So uh, look, I I I think I never really watched this episode yeah. so in so much detail. And the, the slide after the Subway Vegemite sub was uh, a, a closed down theater that was showing a Yahoo Serious film festival. Yeah, Yahoo Sirius, of course, was the star of Young Einstein, and which was brilliant. It was, which in, in Australia was considered brilliant in its time in and 1988 in Europe, when it like came a, up. When I remember when I was growing up as a kid in Ireland, we thought it was brilliant. Yeah, but it was a think... huge flop in the US, though. So it was, it was Australia's brief attempt to break into the comedy film genre. And it was a very successful attempt, in my opinion. I thought it was a fantastic <laughs> okay. film. The storyline, I believe, involved. Um, this, Albert this, Einstein Albert living Einstein. in Tasmania. Living in Tasmania, that's right. He was, Working in an apple farm. Yeah, and it, it had such characters as Marie Curie and others. Who, who and, was French. But, and had something to do with rock and roll. They, yeah, no, what happened? Figured no, out how to brilliant. do an electric What happens is he's trying to put beer, trying to put bubbles into beer. His old man was kind of, you know, for years it frustrated him that he couldn't put the bubbles into beer. That's and right. Albert okay. works out how to do it with uh, E equals MC squared. So the Simpsons are going to Australia now and, and we're looking through the center of the earth and here we have uh vishnu the uh indian god flipping all the switches at the center of the earth not really an australian reference but still uh but it'll obscure do. and uh here on the under under australia we've got a piece of skylab because it crashed in australia didn't it, it did skylab was the first american space station and it was launched in may 14th 1973 and fell to Earth on July 11th, 1979. Actually, that, that was the date in uh, the U.S. when it fell. It, it was actually July 12th, 1979 when it fell in Australia. And uh, yeah, it, it, it broke up unexpectedly. They couldn't control its orbit and it fell to pieces. And for a while they were reporting that it had broken apart safely in the Indian Ocean. But in fact, it, it, bits of it landed in the <laughs> Western Australia uh, town of Esperance. Okay. Now there's so, lots of other stuff going this on frog, here. Okay. Is that a cane toad? That is a cane toad, and we will come back to that. Uh, a very important part of this episode. Oh. Uh, there was also a sign. Uh, uh, that is there interesting. There was a sign as they were coming into the yes. airport that said "Flor a uh, foreign flore and fauna prohibited," and and that's actually I have no idea what they're talking about there. Australia does spell flora and fauna just like the rest of the world. Right. Okay. 
I, I don't know. Maybe they're just being funny. Hey, can <laughs> I just say something? You see the um, uh, American Embassy? Yes. I have seen the American Embassy over here. Oh, right. Yeah, does it I look mean, like that? Yeah, it does. It looks like Barbie's um, kind of... Uh, kind of south fork mansion or something like that <laughs> um yeah no seriously what uh if you go up to uh canberra there's this little area that's um all of the national embassies and the biggest one is the american one and it looks just like that so hmm. that bit's right hmm. all right so who's he he's got glasses oh i love this bit i love this bit because uh they make the water go around the american way through modern american ingenuity <laughs> there you go it's going and, and, and homer homer I, lo- I love this he sings. He's crying. Oh, it's beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, just uh, getting back to Skylab, which fell on the town of Esperance, Western Australia, among others. The The story goes that it the only person or the only living creature that was injured was an Australian cow killed by falling debris. But um, I wasn't able to verify that. What, what I was able to verify was that a man named Stan Thornton claimed $10,000 U.S. for bringing the first chunk of the space uh, Skylab space station to uh, the U.S. after it fell down. Is that a convict reference there? That is a convict reference, that the first uh, prime minister of Australia was a convict. In fact, he wasn't, and he was named in 1901 in the year of Federation. Oh, Shifley uh, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So I love this. The Australians, they're all mad. And <laughs> they, they, they wear kind of ripped shirts and, and hats and... <laughs> this, of course, is a Crocodile Dundee reference playing. Uh, that's not a knife. This is a knife. And he pulls out a spoon. Yeah, of course. And a can of Foster's. Another can of Foster's, the beer that Australians don't actually drink. I could believe, though, that they serve it to tourists in, in, in tourist traps. Well, I think they're trying to get rid of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, they've got a, a factory that just produces it. And they're saying, you know, we, we, we want to get rid of all of this stuff because we don't want to drink it ourselves. <laughs> so here the bartender doesn't understand coffee. No, that, that, is, that, is actually, that is actually Canberra. Yeah, that's yeah. Parliament House. That is the capital of... Uh, so it's not completely wrong. No, you know it's not I mean? completely wrong. What is yeah. completely wrong? there is the, t- the sign on the front that said um, uh, 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 Parliament House of Aust- Austria and someone had painted in Australia. It's funny though, uh, the, the, the two countries, Aust- Austria and Australia separated uh, by letters. Yeah, they, they, they can get confused. I have seen a few knockoff um, knockoff toy cars that are, have kangaroos all over the side of them and, and, and Austria written on the back instead of Australia. That's it's tragic. So what's this? this Parliament. Parliament. Yeah, this look is Parliament like has. This. Parliament's all kind of like swish and modern and, and clean. It does have the rowdy, uh, rowdy representatives, though. They don't, do, don't they, they have do that in Canada? Like, it's it's so much fun. They, they do in they do in Canada as well, but I don't think there's an American uh, equivalent, no. or at least they're a little quieter in America. No, I, I love it. I love it. A strange Parliament. They call each other names, and they've got parliamentary privilege, so they can call each other liars and. Whatever they like and get away with it. It's pretty fun. <laughs> so they've just uh, slapped the shackles on Bart there and they're going to issue him his big punishment, which is uh, a kick in the butt with a giant boot, which a lot of people think is, is an Australian up. reference, but it's not. No, it was. It's, uh, it's actually at the time this episode was made, there was a big scandal that um, uh, uh 18-year-old American boy named Michael Fay was arrested in Singapore for vandalizing cars and he was uh, caned. He was... Hit, struck repeatedly with a cane it's like uh like whipping only more painful i think and this is kind of a satire of that that a country would uh punish a, a non-serious crime with uh 
with torture of a kind. And the the quick cut to the Australian flag there had uh, had the Australian flag as a, a a a bare ass with five stars over it, and that was another take on Singapore, whose flag is a moon with five stars over it. Uh, so you get the joke. Yes, it's just a, a bomb and a boot. And if you've got a, a a remote with a freeze frame handy, there was a quick cut to the crowd there with a guy who had a hat with corks hanging from it. Another Australian icon, which, uh, you know, when you're in the outback, the, the flies in Australia tend to be a lot more persistent than those in the rest of the world. They stick to your face and then you swipe them away and they just move to another part of your face. And the only way to keep them off is to have those corks hanging from your hat. Uh, and like, you know, you see heaps of that. Oh, look, he's got a boomerang. Yeah. Okay. So Whoa. Bart's just been clipped by a boomerang. Because I've seen them. They're, they're deadly. <laughs> You know, like that's so much. It's so much of this is true. Yeah. You know well, I mean? the cop there called it a throwing stick, which is a, a remarkably accurate reference. The uh, the Aboriginal tribes that used to use boomerang like things for for hunting actually use throwing sticks that don't come back like boomerangs. Uh, a boomerang. And but boomerangs were used more as a, a fun sporting type thing. And uh, yeah. So here we go. Lisa's playing the didgeridoo at the tourist trap, which is. Uh, basically a long tube of bamboo or something like that. Isn't that right? Well, in, in reality? Yeah. No, no, no. It's a, there's a special tree. Oh. Um, it's not bamboo. Okay. Like, there's a special tree and it's um, like a, a young... It's not really a sapling. It's mm. maybe like two or three years old, maybe 10 years old, but it's certainly not a great oak or anything like that. Okay. But it's the main part of that tree. So you basically got to kill the tree to make the do. Yeah. And it's really just a tube and all of the sound comes from vibrations of your lips moving. It's like setting up a, a standing it, wave. Yeah. If you want to be a really good didgeridooer, you have to. Is that the right word, didgeridooer? Or digist? Digist? Didgeridooist? I don't know. You have to. You have to learn circular breathing. So you have to be able to breathe in and then out through the thing. Well, breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth at the same time. Oh, they had a. They had a look, they've got guys from Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. There's another reference there to Mad Max too. Uh, Mad Max 3. Oh, sorry. My mistake. Beyond Thunderdome. Ah. Right, so what's happening now? Right, so they're, they're, they're to fleeing get into, the, into US the U.S. Embassy and the gate's failing because it was made in the United States. Oh, right, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> I, I didn't get that. See, it's such a cultural exchange watching this, you know what I mean? There's so many things that I, I, I missed, you know, and now I'm getting, which is great. So what's happening now? That's well, they're negotiating with the U.S. Uh, as to what Bart's punishments should be because he fled when they were trying to kick him with the boot. And uh, I believe the uh, the compromise they come to is that Bart will be kicked with a normal shoe through a gate. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes, I, I, Don't you love you know, international <laughs> diplomacy? So who are they talking to now? I've completely lost the plot. They're speaking, uh, the the American embassy is speaking to the Australian government. Right. And yeah. Okay, here's the compromise I was mentioning. We've argued them down to a booting. <laughs> so, so do you think this episode is trying to say anything about the way Americans, you know, operate in the rest of the world or... Um, yeah, it is taking a bit, uh, that, uh, American flag had the wrong number of stripes, by the way, that he looked at through the window. Right. Okay. And the well, one on, the one on the toilet clearly has the wrong number of stripes at the moment. This is so much detail, you know. <laughs> 
So yeah, as as much as this is a film, uh, 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 an episode full of references to Australia, it has it's it's mainly a satire on the Singapore situation that was so much in the news at the time. It's like so many layers, you know, mm. to The Simpsons. It's just like an onion, you know. And here we are, Bart. Is he going to be kicked? Isn't he going to be kicked? Oh no! He dodged it. That that cheeky kid. Oh, cheeky, oh, literally. Whoa. But this happens all the time, though, in Australia. American <laughs> kids come over and... When does this happen? I've seen it. Like, I was walking down the street the other day and I saw it. You know, the American kids and, you know, just being rude. Oh, this is the fault of Saigon, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Ah, see, see I, I'm pretty quick. Yeah, good. John is on, on the bandwagon. I, the I'm, I'm lightning, yeah. Uh-huh, that's, that's funny. Possibly a lady in the tramp reference. I don't know. Oh yeah, when they have the spaghetti, yeah, and they end up kissing. It's, it's it's a stretch. All right, and they they throw beer cans. They throw they? Foster's beer cans, and now yeah, we get see, to the cane toads. Ah. Now Bart brought a cane toad over, and cane toads uh, are a big pest in the Australia. They're an introduced species that I think we could have in. a whole episode in cane toads. Yeah, they were they were brought in to to eat the cane beetles that were eating sugar cane, I believe, or yep. something like that. And uh, they ate the cane beetles and then uh, ate uh, everything else. Uh, no, I'd like to correct you there. Oh, they sorry. didn't eat the cane. Beetles. Oh, they didn't. <laughs> they ate everything except the cane beetles. Yes. And the cane toads are highly toxic, so they're very difficult to to kill like they don't have any natural predators because anything that tried to eat them would die yeah they're introduced so like there's no kind of predator mm. in australia that can eat them. i'm sure we'll get back to the cane toads <gasps> at some point. and oh, here we no, go that's a kangaroo that's a <laughs> koala koala yes oh, i was that was fantastic that was uh, Austra- uh bart versus australia but look kevin look really i i i think we should you know this whole kind of podcast about australia i think we should really just give up you know like there's nothing that we haven't, that we could possibly cover, that these guys have not covered in this episode. Perhaps we could cover it more accurately. Really? And if, if you know, I'd hate to aim higher than The Simpsons, but perhaps we could do it more entertainingly than The Simpsons and with a few fewer references to Singapore. Right, yeah. So, look, what, what did we learn from that episode of The Simpsons? Uh, we learned that Australia is a wonderful place. <laughs> and that they don't actually kick anyone with boots. And they, they drink lots of fosters. And <laughs> they're, they're kind of at one with their native animals. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, look, I, 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 that's the end of the episode. Uh, it's all over now. Thanks for listening and uh, thanks for watching. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and have fun. <laughs> Once again, this has been the Lost Outback Podcast. Please visit us online at lostoutback.com. You can email us your questions and comments to podcast at lostoutback.com. We'd like to thank the Podsafe Music Network for music used in this show. And as always, the Lost Outback podcast is licensed under Creative Commons 2.0. Visit creativecommons.org. Music